0: So, this is the Dr. Harold Miniature and Collectibles paid read. Is that what we're calling it? Okay, here we go. One, two, three, let's go. Dr. Harold, noted professor of collectibles with a PhD in Funko, has gathered the best of the best collections and collectibles in one online store. For the collector, Dr. Harold has action figures from McFarlane, Mezco, NECA, Marvel, DC, Bandai, and Ninja Turtles, plus Pokemon cards, retro toys. Dragon Ball Z, G.I. Joe, Mandalorian, Star Wars, Star Trek, Game of Thrones, Power Rangers, Strange Things, Rick and Morty, Transformers, Magic the Gathering, John Wick, Harry Potter, Indiana Jones. (gasps) Oh boy, that's a lot. Also, board games, card games, and for those mystically inclined, tarot cards. Dr. That's DrHerald.MyShopify.com dr harold played varsity for the university of retail therapy so he knows what sports fans want bobbleheads panini baseball cards and collectibles for the nfl the nba and the soccer leagues. just just go now dr harold.myshopify.com dr you're gonna love that new stuff is added all the time so the treasure hunt for you can continue Dr. Harold's miniatures and collectibles online. drharald.myshopify.com
1: Radio Adventure Theater. I'm Tom Bosley. Welcome to the magic world of radio. A world that the young in heart can always enter easily. We might call it a terra incognita, this other world, an unknown land, because after all, what is adventure but a voyage into the unknown? Now mind you, on the surface, it may look a good deal like our own world, but it's no place for the faint of heart, for around every corner may lurk dangers we never dream of. Our adventure story, The Eyes of Vishnu, was written especially for the General Mills Radio Adventure Theater by James Lawrence and stars Jack Grimes. I'll be back shortly. Welcome. Frank World-famous detectives from Sherlock Holmes and Hercule Poirot to Charlie Chan and Ellery Queen... How many problems they've analyzed, how many clues they've pounced on. Yes, their great adventures have always captured our imagination and teased us with their riddles to be solved. Well, here's an adventure in that same riddling tradition to challenge your little gray cells. Maybe even give you a few goosebumps in the process. (gasps)
2: <gasps> Hi, Isham. How's the teenage detective? Oh, not you again. What's the matter? You're not open to
3: the public? Not to snoopy little chicks like you, Wendy. Uh,
2: that sign on your garage door says walk in. It also says
3: Hawkeye Detective Agency. I'm busy. Doing what? Reading? If you'll notice the title of this book, it's called Criminal Investigation. I'm studying up on my investigative skills, that's what.
2: Isham Hawk. I Hawk, private eye, operator of the Hawk Eye Detective Agency. <laughs> That's pretty cute.
3: Look, Wendy. Well, why don't you go home? I, I told you I'm busy. How
2: would you like to be busier?
3: What's that supposed to mean?
2: You want a case? Huh? I've got one.
3: Well, okay, let's hear it.
2: You know that old fellow Ben Bauer? The hermit? Well, what about him? Either he's disappeared or something's happened to him. Well, how do you know? That cabin of his down in the creek? Yeah, what about it? Get your skates, I'll show you. Now, look, I thought you were going to tell me. Get your skates, I'll show you. Uh. I was out skating, see, like we're doing now. And you
3: came to Ben Bauer's cabin up ahead like we're doing now. So what? Get to the point.
2: Um, wait a- till wait a- we get a little closer. Okay. Now, what do you see?
3: What do you mean, what do I see? Uh, uh, I can see his shack there in the bank, trees all around it, uh, a lot of snow. And that's all? Well, no smoke coming out of the chimney and no light inside. So maybe Ben's gone off somewhere, or maybe he's just asleep and let the stove die out, or... Look
2: again, Hawkeye.
3: Uh Uh-oh. The snow.
2: Right on, Sherlock.
3: No footprints in the snow or paw prints either, as far as I can see. So he and his dog must be in there. At least they haven't been out today.
2: Not just today, Dimwit.
3: You're right, it stopped snowing three days ago. Holy cow! So he hasn't been out of his shack in three days. Do you realize what this means? If the poor old guy hasn't stirred out of his cabin in three days, he could be... Well, he may... Maybe be dead.
2: Wonder if we can see inside?
3: Oh, not likely. Why those window panes are patched, especially with the curtains in the way.
2: Uh, can you see anything?
3: Well, nothing. Which leaves the door. Is it open? Well, search me. Now like they always say, there's only one way to find out. Mr. Bauer? You in there? Mr. Bauer?
2: Well, does that satisfy your highness? I guess so. I should. I- is this breaking and entering? For crying out loud, we're not breaking in. No, but this isn't our property, and uh- I just want to know if we're breaking the law, that's all. Well, how the heck do I know?
3: Well, your old man's in the police force. He's a cop in the city, not here in Fairport.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I guess I was just being silly. Go ahead and open the door, Aish.
3: Okay.
2: Oh, no one here.
3: Yeah, there's some matches on the table. Where would I get that candle lit so we can see better. Uh, all right. It's empty, all right.
2: Gosh, this place is neater than I expected. Well,
3: he was an old seafaring man. I guess they learned to be to aboard ship. Even his box made. Yeah, left everything ship shape.
2: You sound like he was never coming back.
3: Well, if it's been three days, maybe he isn't. shall. What's the matter?
2: On the wall behind you.
3: It's tacked up a paper.
2: Some kind of sign.
3: Or message. Wait a minute. It says, This is the end. It's the deep six for old
2: Ben. Oh, my gosh.
3: His last message.
2: A suicide note.
3: Yeah, like he was about to go out and drown himself. Which he
2: could have before this last snow and cold wave the creek wasn't frozen very solid.
3: That's right. He could be under the ice right now. They won't even be able to find his body till the ice thaws.
2: Oh, golly. And his old bulldog, Pooch Bandit, could be down there with him. And that awful-looking picture on the top of the paper makes it all the worse. Makes the message seem so, so final. A skull and crossbones.
3: Yeah, with a patch over one of the empty eye sockets. Aish. What's the matter? Listen, I think someone's coming. You're right. Maybe it's Ben. No, it's not slow enough. Ben's old. He doesn't stride that firmly. Someone's trying to look in the window
2: Get back against the wall
3: He's going around to the door Could it be the police? A cop wouldn't try to peek in
2: Let's not answer What's the point? We'll just hide till
3: he goes away Don't be silly, he's seen our tracks And the candle's burning No, don't open
4: Well, I'll be What are you two doing here?
3: Well, who are you, mister? The
4: name's Slade, if it's any of your business. Where's Ben? Well, maybe you can tell us. I don't get smart with me, kid. And I asked you a question. Hey, get your hands off I me. said,
5: where's Ben? You leave him
3: alone. Shut up. And let go of my arm, yeah. sister, before I built your one. Then you let go of my friend. I'm warning you, Up! Yeah. Put <laughs> that broom down, kid. And you keep your hands off of us! Okay, you're asking for it. So are you.
2: Yeah.
3: <sighs> Oh! <gasps> wow! Well, you really put him down, I. Oh, you, little punk. You hold it right there, Mister. do you come at us again, I'll break this broom handle over your skull.
4: I believe you do it too, tough guy. Yeah, you bet I'll do it. Okay, you made your point. I got no quarrel with you two anyway. It's Ben I come for.
3: But You can see for yourself; he's not here. Okay,
4: okay. When he comes back, you tell him Slate was here, and give him this I card. Can't... Here, I'll leave it here on the table.
2: The Ace of Spades.
4: That's right. And tell Ben it ain't no good trying to duck me. Tell him he can run, but he can't hide. <laughs> <sighs>
2: You were really great, Aish. The way you stood up to him.
3: Well, you weren't bad yourself. Uh, I'm glad
2: you were along. Thanks. But that card he left for Ben, the Ace of Space. Yeah. The Death card. And that's not all. What do you mean?
3: Didn't you notice what's on the back of it?
2: Oh, a skull and crossbones with an eye patch.
3: Just like on Ben's suicide note.
2: Hey. What's the matter? The picture in the background, but behind the skull. Sort of like a castle. What about There's something what? familiar about that building.
3: Familiar? Well,
2: how do you... Wait,
3: wait a minute. The, the, those funny little figureheads around the roof. The old Penfield place on the edge of town. Right. That's it.
2: Gargoyle Hall. This picture looks just like it.
3: Uh Uh-oh, that reminds me of something else. What? Something Mark Anson told me about Gargoyle Hall. What
2: does he know about it?
3: Well, his father's in real estate, remember? They've been trying to sell that place ever since the last Penfield died. So? Well, Mark told me that on Saturday, one of those figureheads broke off the roof gutter and came crashing down. Well, what if it did? Haven't you ever heard the stories about the hall... There's an old superstition that if one of those gargoyles falls, it's a sign of bad luck. It means something terrible's about to happen. You believe that? Well, I don't know, but don't you see this happened on Saturday, the first day of midwinter vacation, and also the day of the big snowfall.
2: You're right. The day Ben Bauer must have disappeared.
1: Fantastic figureheads on Notre Dame and other medieval buildings, some even right here in our own country, like the ones on Gargoyle Hall. And now one of those stony monsters has broken off and fallen, which may spell trouble ahead for our detective team, Isham Hawk and Wendy Hill. I'll return shortly with Act Two. General Mills Radio Adventure Theater will return shortly. Outwardly, this old world may seem a pretty humdrum place, but who knows how many teasing and unsuspected mysteries may lie all around us. Our young detective, Isham Hawk, and his partner, Wendy Hill, have just stumbled on a butte. A mystery involving an old hermit named Ben Bauer, who seems to have disappeared. A toughy named Slade, who's looking for him. And an old mansion called Gargoyle Hall. The kids have just been searching Ben's cabin on the creek.
3: Come on, let's get out of here, Wendy. Suits me. This place is giving me the creeps. Yeah. Think we
2: should tell the police?
3: I don't know. I don't much want to, but I guess we'd better...
2: Think they'll hassle us?
3: Chief Norton might. He's always sort of sarcastic.
2: I should think he'd be friendly. Your, your dad's a cop.
3: Well, that's just the trouble. I think it makes him feel like a hick because dad's a lieutenant on a big city force.
2: Hey, Aish. Huh? Get a load. What's the matter? The car had stopped. A uh, lady's getting out.
3: Some lady. Looks more like a pro lineman. Or a female wrestler. Hey
5: there, you kids! You calling us, ma'am? Ah, you're the only kids in sight, aren't
2: you? Tell me, is that Ben Bowers' cabin? Yes, ma'am, but he's not there. Yeah? How do you know? We were just looking for him ourselves. Maybe he won't answer the door for kids. Oh, no, he's definitely not there. We were.
5: You what? You went inside?
3: Yes, we did. What's the big idea?
5: What right have you brats got to go poking into Mr. Bower's cabin?
3: We were afraid something might have happened to him. Who are you, anyhow? Never mind who I am. Well, then don't come around here hassling us. Whether you believe it or not, we were worried about Mr. Bower. Uh, in fact, we still are. It's a chance he may have done away with himself, maybe by jumping in the creek. <laughs> oh,
5: fat chance. I'll soon find out where he's gone. And if anything's been
3: taken, I'll report you two to the police. You won't have to. We're about to report ourselves.
4: Well, well, but isn't our
3: junior Sherlock? Uh, <laughs> Wendy and I'd like to talk to you for a couple of minutes, Chief Norton, if you can spare the time.
4: Sure, sure, sure. I can spare the time. Come on in.
3: Oh, thanks.
4: Well, what can I do for you? Oh, by the way, Isham, how's your old man? (laughs) Is he still keeping crime low in Big Town?
3: Well, trying to, I guess. Uh, What we came to see about was uh, Ben Bauer. Ben Bauer? What about him? He's disappeared.
4: What do you mean he's disappeared?
3: He's gone from his cabin. So's his dog. They haven't been there since it snowed.
4: Well, so, maybe he hit the road for a few days. Maybe want wanted to change the climate. I could use one myself.
2: Uh, there was a note stuck up in the wall. It said, this is the end. It's the deep six for old Ben.
4: No kidding. He wrote that, did he? Now, hmm. well, that sure doesn't sound like Ben. It's a funny thing, though. Well, what's funny about it? Well... Uh, There was a dame in here just before... uh, uh, A lady, I should say. Uh, She was looking for Ben. Kind of
3: big and husky?
4: Yeah. Talked like a football coach. Did you see her? Uh,
3: She came to Ben's cabin just as we were leaving.
4: Well, I told her that's where he lived.
2: Who is she? What does she want with him?
4: Well, she claimed she had a message from one of Ben's old shipmates. And it might be worth plenty to him. She said her name was Mary Dorp.
2: She was lying.
4: Lying? How do you know?
2: The initials on in her purse were E.K.
4: Well, I'll be darned. Well, how about that? Pretty sharp eyes you've got, young lady.
2: A detective has to keep her eyes open.
4: Her eyes Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Well, anyhow, that's not the only time Ben's name has come up lately. Well, when else? Well, was in last week's paper... Uh, Sergeant Venuzzi remembered seeing it in the Fairport Herald. Yeah. Oh,
2: what is it, an ad?
3: Yeah, read it. Well, it. says, Anyone having information on the whereabouts of Benjamin Bauer, please call this number. 313 area call. Michigan, around Detroit. Well, did you try calling it?
4: Yeah. No
3: answer. Hmm. Oh, a guy named Slade came looking for Ben, too. Did he say why? Uh, It sounded like trouble. He left an ace of spades on the table. Well, well. Maybe that's
4: why Ben split.
2: What are you going to do about it?
4: Well, um, what would you suggest?
2: Offhand? I've no idea.
4: (laughs) Offhand? It makes two of us, sweetie. (laughs)
3: For all we know, we're wasting our time bicycling all the way out here just to see an empty gargoyle hall.
2: Think we can get inside?
3: Well, inside the grounds, at least. The gate was taken off a couple of years ago. Yeah, I see. Uh-oh, hold it, hold it it. Someone's coming out of the gatehouse.
5: Oh,
2: it's Mark Anton's mother.
5: Oh, Aisha, Wendy.
2: Hi, Mrs. Anton. Hi. Well... Uh... <sighs>
3: What brings you two out here? Well, uh, uh Mark told me about one of the gargoyles falling off the roof Saturday, so Wendy and I uh, thought we'd come and take a look at it. I've
5: never seen one up close. Oh, of course. Feel free. They are rather interesting. You know, the thing rolls down the slope. It's right over there. Oh, if you'll excuse me, I've got to go back in the gatehouse. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, ma'am. Okay. So thank you.
2: Gosh, what a break
3: Yeah, no chance of getting in the house while she's here
2: She can eye us through the gatehouse window So don't go making any faces
3: Well, at least we can see the gargoyle
2: (gasps) Ice, look
3: What do you know? The gargoyle's got a skull head With an eye patch Just
2: like on Ben's note
3: And on that card, slave left Uh
2: Uh-oh Mrs. Anson just came out of the gatehouse again. Horrible-looking thing, isn't it? But fascinating.
3: It sure is. I I always heard it was bad luck if one of those things fell off. so they tell me. And it must be true. How come? Well, the day after it
5: happened, my husband sprained his ankle. And now he's hobbling around on crutches. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry to hear that. So he's stuck at the real estate office, and I'm stuck with handling all the last-minute details before the new owners get here. But were they acquainted with old Mr. Penfield? Oh, no. Complete strangers. Just
3: saw the house advertised and bought it. Mrs. Anson, did Mr. Penfield know Ben Bauer? The the handyman who lives down the creek? Yes, ma'am.
5: That's an odd question. What makes you ask?
3: Well, we saw a picture of Gargoyle Hall in Ben's cabin. Matter
5: of fact, it's strange you should bring up his name. I've wondered myself, but they must have known each other. The lawyer who's handling the estate told me Mr. Penfield left Ben a bequest in his will. You mean some money? No, quite a weird sort of bequest. The will said Ben was to get the eyes of Vishnu...
3: The eyes of Vishnu?
5: What's that? Well, the lawyer didn't know either. He had to come and search the whole house. Finally, it turned out to be a book. Some sort of practical joke. Say, are you busy this vacation week, Isham?
3: Well, not really. Why? A
5: thought just occurred to me. How would you like a job as security guard? Here at Gargoyle Hall? Yes, at night. Uh, Till the new owners move in, say, from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., we'd pay your usual rate, Two dollars an hour. Fine. Uh, Let's make it twenty-five dollars a night. Oh,
3: great. But uh, what am I supposed to guard again? Oh, pranksters and, and
5: vandals. You could stay in the gatehouse. There's a heater in there and chairs and a phone. If anyone does turn up, just... Call the
3: police. Okay, swell. Wendy.
2: Hi. How goes it, watchman?
3: Oh, okay.
2: What well how'd you get here? On my bike? Yeah, but it's after ten. It's Friday night, no school tomorrow. Oh. Look, have you got a key to the mansion? Well, yeah, Mrs. Anson
3: left me one. Been inside? Oh, not yet. I thought I'd wait later. Why?
2: Guess what I've got here in my parka? A
3: book. Holy smoke, not the one that Mr. Penfield left to Ben Bauer. Right on. I, saw Vishnu. when did you get it?
2: Before supper, right after we left here. You went back to Ben's cottage all by yourself? Natch. And there it was, on the shelf by his bunk, along with some old paperbacks and a 1972 almanac. Let's
3: see. Hey, the. The pages are blank. Tricky, huh? To say the least. Now, why would old Mr. Penfield leave Ben Bauer a book with blank pages?
2: Precisely the question I asked myself, Watson. And. Iish the... What's the matter? Take a look, out the window. what? That light in the upstairs window of the mansion. What light? Right there. Well, I'll be darned. There was a light up there. I'm sure I saw one.
3: You mean a, a
2: room light was switched on? Not that bright. Just a gleam. It was moving around.
3: Well, you're imagining things. Probably just moonlight reflecting from the window.
2: Hmm. Well, maybe so.
3: Uh, now, what were you telling me about
2: this book? Like you said, why would old Mr. Penfield leave Ben a book with blank pages?
3: Well, I give up. Why would he?
2: Well, first I figured we should make sure they really were blank. So I went through the whole book page by page and checked every one. So? Try this page with a bent-down corner.
3: Hey, there's some really tiny lettering on it, but I... I oh, I can't
2: make it out. Here, use this magnifying glass. Oh,
3: thanks. Gargoyle log 5868. What's it mean?
2: I'm expecting you to tell me. After all, I found the notation. The least you can do is decode it.
3: Okay, okay. Gargoyle. That must refer to Gargoyle Hall or... Maybe one of the gargoyles on the roof. Maybe the one that fell down. Wait, whoa, we'll, whoa, we'll wait, log. Log could mean a ship's log book. Yeah. And 5868 eight could be the date of an entry in it. May 8th, 1968.
2: Isham, you're brilliant. You're a genius. Yeah, but what ship? Mr. Penfield's yacht, obviously. Don't you see... If gargoyle stands for gargoyle Hall, like you said, th- th- that must mean the logbook's right here at the mansion. You're right.
3: Now, if we could just see that entry in the logbook, it might clue us into the whole mystery.
2: Come on. We're going in the mansion and find that logbook right now.
1: Well, Wendy's a young lady of spirit. We'll have to give her that. But what about that light she saw, or thought she saw, moving around in one of the upstairs windows? We'll find out more when we return for the exciting conclusion of today's adventure. This is... The General Mills Radio Adventure Theater will return shortly. And now back to our suspenseful adventure. Our private eyes, Wendy and Isham, may be on the verge of cracking their first big mystery involving Gargoyle Hall and the disappearance of an old hermit, Ben Bauer. It's late at night, and the kids have just entered the spooky old mansion to look for the logbook of a yacht belonging to the hall's late owner, Wilbur Penfield. There's just one nagging little question. Are they as alone in the mansion as they think they are? how uh, uh, to find the light switch...
3: Here it is. Uh, wow! Dig the size of this place. Like inside a castle.
2: Even suits of armor and, and weapons? The whole bit.
3: Finding that logbook will be like hunting a needle in a haystack.
2: It won't be that bad. Well, why won't it? Well, I mean, you wouldn't put a ship's logbook just anywhere in a house.
3: Where would you put a ship's log book in a house?
2: How, how about in the library? A mansion this big must have a library, wouldn't you think?
3: Yeah, I suppose. Come to think of it, there could be more than one log book, and like maybe one for each year.
2: I bet you're right. Hey, aim your flashlight through that door over there.
3: All right. Yep, that's the library. Boy, talk about the Library
2: of Congress. Books on every wall. We could spend hours just searching this room alone. Not if we do it systematically. Like how? You start here. I'll start over there. Hey, what do you imagine a ship's log would look like?
3: Well, big, but not very thick. You know, like a ledger.
2: (gasps) Aish, I think we've hit the jackpot. Look there on his desk between the bookends.
3: Like ledgers, holy smokes! That's what they are. Log of the yacht, Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger.
2: You know what that means?
3: Sure, a pirate flag, the skull and crossbones.
2: Like that skull with the with the eye patch. You're right. Which could also explain that stationary Ben wrote on.
3: It. And the playing card slide left.
2: They both came from the yacht.
3: Right. Maybe everything aboard had the yacht symbol on it. Which also means
2: Slade and Ben must have been shipmates in the yacht's
3: crew. You're really grooving, Wendy. But let me find that log for 1968.
2: Here it is. Oh, no. The page for May 8th is torn out.
3: Oh, no, somebody beat us to it. Hey, did you hear that?
2: Sure did. Like footsteps upstairs.
3: Must be somebody else in this house, Wendy.
2: Oh, my gosh.
3: Wherever it is, we're going to find I should Well, I'm going to look. You stay down here. No,
2: I'm coming with you.
3: Yeah, if we heard right, the sounds must have been coming from this bedroom. It's right over the library.
2: Oh, oh gosh.
3: A dog under the bed. I couldn't you be quiet, Bandit? Come on, out from under there, both oh. of you! Come on now, come on.
2: Ben, yeah. what are you doing hiding under there?
3: Oh, I'm in fear of my life. From home,
4: Slade? Oh, you mean Ike Slade? Is he in town?
3: A, 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 a big guy with with a broken nose. Oh, that's him! Oh,
4: blimey, that makes two of them after me.
2: Who's the other? A woman? How'd
3: you
4: guess?
2: Hefty build, bossy type, initials E.K.? Uh, that's her,
4: Ethel Katzmuller.
2: She claims to have a message from one of your shipmates. Says it could be worth plenty to oh, you. Oh, that
3: lying witch, she's the worst of the two. And that's why you hid out here and left that suicide note, just to duck her? Well, where else could a poor old seaman turn? Well,
2: why'd you pick Gargoyle Hall for a hideout? Well, I,
4: I knew old Mr. Penfield. He always had a soft spot for me. I used to be boasting on his yacht, the Jolly Roger.
2: What about that book he left you, The Eyes of Vishnu?
4: You know about that book, do you?
2: Not only know about it, I've got it right here in my parka. Oh,
3: So, Ben, why don't you come clean and tell us what this is all about? Well, okay, okay, I'll tell you. In
4: 1968, we was cruising in the Indian Ocean. And Mr. Penfield, he'd picked up this boozy old bloke in Singapore Some broken down professor named Dorp
2: That's what Ethel Katzmiller said her name was
4: Oh, I was just a trick trying to lure me off guard Anyhow, one night this professor Dorp mentioned something called the Eyes of Vishnu And right away, everyone in the crew got the idea we were on a treasure hunt Especially Ike Slade Were you? Oh, who knows One afternoon we anchored off the island of Ceylon In a jungle cove And Mr. Penfield and Professor Dorp went ashore in the dinghy What for? They never said And they came back late at night when the crew was asleep Which gave Slade the idea They'd found whatever they was looking for And wanted to sneak it aboard without being seen Well, what happened? Nothing the yacht was laid up that winter in a yard in Marseille, and we, we never took any long cruises after that. Then a few years later, Mr. Penfield sold a Jolly Roger, and we got paid off. That's the last any of the crew saw of each other, as far as I know. At least till I saw Slade in New York last fall.
2: Did he threaten you?
4: Well, not exactly. But he'd found out that I'd settled in Fairport, which gave him the idea I was chummy with Mr. Penfield and might come in for a share of the treasure.
2: And that's what brought him here?
4: Sure, he probably read about Mr. Penfield dying, so he figured I'd collect in his will.
3: Did you expect any sort of bequest? Uh,
4: Mr. Penfield did kind of hint that he might leave me something, but uh, (laughs) he was such a joker you never knew when to take him serious. Like that attic window. What window? He, He pointed it out to me once. The window right over the skull head gargoyle. And he he said when he died, he'd leave that open for me in case I ever needed shelter in a storm.
3: So that's how you got inside.
4: Yeah.
2: But how did you climb up there?
4: By that tall oak tree near the house. Only when I climbed up and swung over onto the roof, I broke the gargoyle. It must have been cracked from frost, I guess.
3: So that's how it happened to fall down.
4: Yeah, scared me out of my wits. (laughs) But I got inside, okay.
2: Look, Mr. Penfield showed you how to get in the house and and left you this clue. It must stand for something.
4: Maybe so, but you you said the page was tore out. Sure,
2: but that in itself could mean something. Like maybe he wanted to draw your attention to the date... In the log, the day before was a Saturday.
3: So May eighth must have been a Sunday that year.
2: Second Sunday in the month, which which would make it Mother's Day. Come to think of it, Mother's
4: Day Well, blow me down. Huh?
2: That means something.
4: Yeah, it was Mother's Day when they went ashore in Ceylon. He always held his mother in high regard. Mister Penfield did he even had a picture in his stateroom.
3: Well, what about in his house? Amy, you're
4: right There's a framed picture of her down in the basement (laughs) Maybe the same one Bandit and I spotted it yesterday when we was poking around I remember thinking it was an odd place for a painting
2: Come on, we're going down and take a look at that picture
4: There. There, it
3: is, there's a picture Hanging over a workbench—that does seem a funny place.
2: Mm, let Let's see what's underneath it. Oh,
3: j- just a hook. Hey, no, no, wait a minute! That—that's not a hook. It's a lever. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull it. Get back! The workbench is moving. The whole wall's opening up, and a light switched on automatically.
2: Look—a little stone room. It was scenery painted on the wall.
3: And look there in the corner.
4: There's a package wrapped in oilskin skin.
2: With a label.
4: For
3: Ben Bower.
2: Oh, gosh, open
3: it. Well, i a A curved sword. And look at those two big emeralds. One at each end of the hilt. Those jewels must be the eyes of Vishnu. Well, I'll take that. Oh, Wait, I'll take that much back. Before I
4: put a bullet in him Easy now, boy He's got a gun I used it, too That mutt comes snapping at me That's better (laughs) So we finally got our hooks on the treasure after all, eh, old timer? Too bad you won't be able to share it with me What do you think you're gonna do, Slade? You'll find out All right, now, all of you, get over in one corner Or I can keep an eye on you Go on, move it All
3: right That's
4: better now then, I'll just reach up to that picture hook with my free hand and... Lights up, folks. Nighty-night.
2: I hate this darkness. Can't you turn on your flashlight, Ice? Sh- well,
3: where do I get out of my pocket? There we go. Oh,
2: this place is airless. We could suffocate.
3: No, not for a while. We'll be okay till morning, I think. Oh, sure we will.
2: So what? Even if someone comes, how can they hear us?
3: Wait a second. Something just occurred to me. If old Mr. Penfield had such a tricky, far-out imagination, there must be some reason why he had this scenery painted on the walls.
2: Yeah, that figures. Does it mean anything to you, Ben? This scenery?
3: Nope, not that.
2: Oh,
4: a vast belay that. You're right. Well, what is it? It's that jungle cove in Ceylon where we anchored when Mr. Penfield and Professor Dorp went ashore to get the eyes of Vishnu.
2: Where exactly did they go?
4: Well, now, let's see. In the picture, it would be...
3: Right about there. Oh, the wall. It's opening. And you must have touched the button.
4: Um, the flight of stairs. Oh,
2: and more light, thank goodness. Come on. Let's find out where it leads.
3: Well, upward. That's the
2: main thing. Double, thank goodness. At least we won't be buried alive. Here's a door. A great big one. And, and, and what's this taped on it? Huh?
3: An envelope.
2: Addressed to Ben. Oh. Here, here, see what it is, Ben. Uh, sure.
4: Oh, it's some kind of legal fiddle faddle, uh, uh, a codicil to Mr. Penfield's will, whatever it is. Here, you read it, honey. I, I just want to get out of here.
1: Well,
3: try pushing that button by the door, Ben. Eh? Right. That should do something.
2: Eureka! Thank heavens, we're back in the library.
3: Well, look, it was one of the bookcase sections that opened
5: Hey, what's going on in here? Ethel,
3: oh, my bells
5: and binnacles <gasps> Father Father? You, you mean she's your daughter?
4: Well, uh, I guess that's what you would call her uh,
5: What in funderation are you doing here, Pa?
4: Hiding out, if you want to know the truth I was just about to ask you the
5: same well, I figured I might find you skulking around here That's why I came after dark And good thing I did, too I ran smack into some burglar. He was making off with an old sword from the house. Holy cats, that must have been enslaved. Well, what happened to him? Oh, I belted him one with my purse and finished him off with a shooto karate chop. Got the sword, too. And now I'm taking you home with me, where I can keep an eye on you and take proper care of you. Oh, not, if I can help it, you're not.
2: Actually, he won't be living in that shack on the creek from now on anyway, Mrs. Kathmuller. I won't. Why not? Because this paper is a codicil to Mr. Penfield's will, and it bequeaths this whole mansion to your father with a fund so he can maintain it as an old seaman's home. Hey, well, 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 Father!
5: Did you hear that, (laughs) Ethel?
4: So this is my roof you're under, and from now on, I'll thank you to behave with a little more
5: respect
4: towards your distinguished
3: seafaring parent. (laughs) And speaking for us,
2: distinguished private eyes.
3: I guess this wraps up our first case, partner.
1: Well, if the Penfield Mansion is about to become a retired seaman's home, it looks as though Ben Bauer may not be the only old salt to drop anchor in Fairport. And every seafaring gent who settles there may bring his own thrilling adventure yarn to add to our store of tales. Maybe even a new case to challenge our young sleuths. Aisham Hawk and Wendy Hill. I'll be back shortly. (laughs) One final word about our story, The Eyes of Vishnu. If you've listened carefully, I think you'll agree that it's wise not to go poking into spooky old mansions at night or snooping down in dim cobwebby cellars or worst of all, Climbing in attic windows over gargoyle studded roofs. Oh, I don't say you're bound to wind up trapped in an airless crypt, but you might just break your neck. Our
3: cast included Mary Flersham, Jack Grimes, Bryna Rayburn, and William Griffith. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown.
1: This is Tom Bosley inviting you to return to the General Mills Radio Adventure Theater for another exciting tale you can hear through the magic of radio. The General Mills Radio Adventure Theater is recommended by NEA, the National Education Association.
0: So, this is the Dr. Harold Miniature and Collectibles paid read. Is that what we're calling it? Okay, here we go. One, two, three, let's go. Dr. Harold, noted professor of collectibles with a PhD in Funko, has gathered the best of the best collections and collectibles in one online store. For the collector, Dr. Harold has action figures from McFarlane, Mezco, NECA, Marvel, DC, Bandai, and Ninja Turtles, plus Pokemon cards, retro toys. Dragon Ball Z, G.I. Joe, Mandalorian, Star Wars, Star Trek, Game of Thrones, Power Rangers, Strange Things, Rick and Morty, Transformers, Magic the Gathering, John Wick, Harry Potter, Indiana Jones. <gasps> oh boy, that's a lot. Also, board games, card games, and for those mystically inclined, tarot cards. Dr. That's drharold.myShopify.com. Dr. Harold played varsity for the University of Retail Therapy, so he knows what sports fans want. Bobbleheads, panini baseball cards, and collectibles for the NFL, the NBA, and the soccer leagues. Just just go now. DrHerald.MyShopify.com. DrHerald.MyShopify.com. You're going to love that new stuff is added all the time. So the treasure hunt for you can continue. Dr Harold's miniatures and collectibles online drharold.myshopify.com